Hey friends, Mercedes here. Totally honored to be the owner of Into the Woods, a business centered around whole life wellness and transformative experiences, as well as a practicing therapist and coach. My life's work is all about creating spaces, literally and figuratively, for women to unlock their true success and have more peace, joy, and love in their hearts, lives, and calling. As a leader, yes, you are that leader I'm talking about, I can see you want to be more productive and in service to others, to have that work-life balance with more joy and meaning, but then feeling stuck, second-guessing, imperfectionism, people-pleasing, right? Am I right? <laughs> I want you to understand and know that it's not just about your ability to manage a busy life. I want to help you recognize that you can slow down to speed up and step into your life as a purpose-fueled woman, and that it can be simple but oh so powerful. Come on in, let's walk this journey together, one season at a time. Let's step deeper into the life God created you for. Welcome to Her Unapologetic Life. Hey y'all, Mercedes here again for episode 136 for Her Unapologetic Life, and we are talking about self-care this month. Uh, dealing with some dogs again, so don't mind any background noise. They are here snoozing. Very good at self-care, I might add. So today we're going to talk a little bit about, um, I guess it could be misconceptions of self-care, right? So I don't know about you, but when I think of concepts, I definitely have beliefs about it, right? Um, and so when I hear about self-care, you know, I often, or at least in the past more so, thought about those certain things about that buzzword. So I would go to the stereotypical, I had to go have a mud bath, which sounds amazing right now. Or, you know, I'd have to go on a spa weekend of complete self-care, you know, the stereotypical stuff that comes to our mind. Um, so today I want to dig a little deeper into those misconceptions, right? Um, I really want to kind of get, get into a place where we're looking at self-care from a replace that's more authentic, more us, and is kind of really getting away from perfectionism, right? And so um, I named today's episode, Let's Start Being Self-ish. I wanted to do a play on words. I love to do a play on words. So we'll get to my meaning of that in a minute. Um, but let's first start with some of these um, beliefs, which I say are kind of like misconceptions that get us to a place where we think that um, self-care is this elusive thing that really isn't something that's part of everyday life. So let me let me know if you can relate or resonate with any of these, okay? Uh, first one is that it can just be put off till tomorrow. You know, I can just wait. Um, another is it just really isn't that important. It's not going to make my life much better. It's another one. Another one that I kind of alluded to is that it's limited to that occasional luxurious moment or that special spa weekend, right? Or that once in a lifetime trip to Bali, you know, we kind of get these ideas. So, um, and another one is too, it has to be all or nothing. Like I either am really good at self-care or I'm not at all, or I have to do it or I can't do it. We fall in this perfectionism thing that really gets us going. And then the last one is that we think it's selfish. Of course, there's more than this list of five, but this is kind of, kind of where I first went. Um, and this one is what really gets me. And it's, it's because it fuels all of the above, right? The underneath underlying belief about self-care that we wrestle with, I think, is that we think it's selfish and something extra and it's not a necessity. 
Raise your hand if you felt that or if you feel like when you're planning something that you consider self-care to fall in that category, it, you don't consider it in the same way you would like if you're brushing your teeth or taking a shower, taking the kids to school. Um, what are other some things that you feel like are your necessities that you have to do? Go to that meeting that you committed to, right? And so when we take it, make it something that's like luxurious, something that's kind of like, you know, not really part of our daily routine and a necessity, it becomes something extra or selfish. And I'm sure in past episodes, I've looked up the, some of those things. Um, but for today, I just want to take a few minutes um, to remind us um, about this and then also about what can and does happen to us when we don't give ourselves that TLC that we need just to simply live life, right? <laughs> I mean, our, we really need it. So when we get those misconceptions, this is what can happen. And of course, there's a more exhaustive list, but I'm kind of just touching on it to get us all thinking here. So first, our body and our mind will stay in survival mode. Ugh, that just gives me like an ug feeling. Um, and you know, our soul or our essential self does, does not want us to be there. You know, um, that part of your thoughts or your brain that is your essential self is just asking us just to stop it. It's true. And that's why I think when people start going into self-care as a practice in their life, it kind of feels like it's that whole like literal stop, rest, consideration of self, right? Um, and so when the body and mind um, get in that survival mode, we start having some issues. We get bogged down, excuse my French here, but we get bogged down by the shit of the world, right? <laughs> I mean, there's so much going on that we're going to be feeling and being impacted by, but without the self-care, without the care of self, um, we're going to have more things happen, more chronic physical health conditions. You know, not all autoimmune stuff is, is related to this, but a lot of it is related, they're finding, to, um, you know, to stressors and our, you know, our emotional body is very connected to our physical body, right? We can have mental health issues. We can feel really anxious, high functioning anxiety over here when I get in that mode. Uh, there's depression. There's more of the anxiety that just permeates, you know, panic attacks and all that stuff that comes. And that's just our body's way of saying, oh, over here, pay attention to me. I have a message for you. Um, and so I've talked about self-love and self-care as being a remedy for a lot of these things. Um, and so that's kind of where I'm going with this. You know, a lot of what comes at us really is out of our control, simply like a side effect of living here, but a lot really isn't. So let me say it again. <laughs> there's a lot going on that we can't control. Will you agree? But there's also a lot that we can, a lot that is not out of our control. And what happens is we, we just go on that cortisol ride, right? Our body and mind is like, woo, and we think that we can't do it and we can't, um, you know, we can't do it. So then we put it off till tomorrow. We say, is that that important? We limit it. We limit ourselves. We make it all or nothing. We call ourselves selfish. Get where I'm going with this. Um, so I kind of for today wanted to have a little fun with it because it feels heavy as I'm talking about it because I know that I can fall into this really easily that um, limit limiting stuff and, you know, not you know, not considering or caring for myself in the way that I really want to. And I know if I do, my life is better and so is the life of my family and everybody. So I kind of think, you know, rather than moving from the belief of, um, you know, you have to be go from lots of self-care is selfish to you better do all the self-care or, you know, whatever other extreme you can think of. 
I say for today, like, let's move the needle some and try on the concept of self-ish, right? So, you know me, I love talking about things like this. I love a play on words. Uh, but I got this concept from a vision board I did last year. So I now do vision boards in a box. I'm actually getting ready to do um, some workshops and different things. But it's I found this little word called healthy-ish. And I was just feeling it. I was feeling like I my vision for myself is to be healthy. But the ish was kind of like uh, without the perfectionism, without the all or nothing, without all these things that I've been talking about today where I'm doing the best I can with what I have, but I'm also moving forward. I'm not, you know, letting myself stay stuck. So, and that word, for some reason, it catches everybody's eye when they see it and they, they smile and they laugh because it's, it's honest, right? I want to be an M healthy-ish. And so when I think of self-care and being selfish, like selfish in the negative connotation of, you know, how dare you think of yourself all the time and nobody else. We all know selfish people or we all have moments when we're feeling selfish or are. But when you're selfish, like you're really trying that on and living into that concept of self. And when I think of self-care, self-regard, self-consideration, self-love, all of those things that really have you living from self projecting that light out into the world. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you think, but I really think that it's um, that it's cool. And I want to know how you feel when you hear like, hey, let's try being self-ish, right? Like try it on for size. Um, so what do you think about it? Um, see, I mean, I feel, it feels more lighthearted. You know, I just kind of shared with you like, hey, if you're disregarding yourself, these are this is what's going to happen. I mean, I see it in all the women I know. I see it really in all the people I know. And I notice the people are regarding self, I mean, self-ish, uh, things shift and things get better. And actually the opposite happens of what they think is going to happen. Um, you know, relationships can become deeper. Um, there's just a lot of more authenticity and flow, right? Um, so I want to know what you think. And I also want you to know too, that you can explore this in a lot of areas. So um, it doesn't have to be just the self-care when you think about scheduling a pedicure, which I love, or, you know, those kinds of things. It, it's really about regarding self in all of those areas of life and trying it on the side, trying it on for size as an ish. So I think about, um, you know, like when it comes to, I talk a lot about movement and I've been in a really good rhythm with that lately. And I think about that, if I think about that from this like, if, hey, I'm being self-ish, I'm going to consider myself more when it comes time to prioritizing the time that I know that I want and need to really feel better physically. I notice that when I move, I tend to have a better mood. <laughs> I'm a little kinder to some or most or all, and I feel strong and I just, and I, or I'm more likely to drink the water my body needs. And I'm also more likely to cook nourishing foods. For me, it's really connected. So that's an example of, huh, if I'm kind of like thinking about myself in ish, in an ish way, just starting to try that on for size, my whole schedule and priorities will shift. And then everything else up levels, right? So that's pretty much my example for that. So when you look at the areas of your life, um, you know, we talked about tolerations last week. Um, and when you're talking about moving into, um, you know, checking those off your list, uh, in terms of self-care, what comes to mind? I mean, it's kind of like 
you know, I talked about boundaries last week. So for me, it would be like, oh, I'm going to create these boundaries, priorities for myself, for movement. I mentioned that. But I might also be like, hmm, I'm going to, um, you know, for the family thing that I also gave as an example, at, for dinner time, is like, oh, I'm gonna have, they're going to have a little more ownership over what they're eating for dinner, and they're going to give me ideas of what they want. And maybe, I've been considering this, we'll see if this happens, but having the teenage boys um, help create and cook some of those meals and so we'll see where that goes but see how that's kind of shifting into like oh I'm being self-ish <laughs> trying out for size not saying I have to start doing that tomorrow and get rigid about it right the goal is to not fall into perfectionism when shifting more into self-care um, you know so that's that's kind of where I'm at so today's episode is pretty short and sweet but I want you to consider that stepping stone um, from feeling selfish to really having that full-on self-care by being like, oh, I'm going to be a little self-ish with air quotes. So I love it. I hope you do. And I hope this kind of brings you into a place where you're not putting it off. You're not limiting it. You're not getting into perfectionism. You're not calling yourself Thanks for listening to today's episode, my friend. If you liked the podcast, please stop by and leave me a review. They really matter. If any of your friends, ladies who support you or your team would like to hear this, please send them my way. This is the season for you to say yes to you to serve from an overflowing cup and to put practices into action that support your life and those you serve and lead. And for more updates and resources, check out the happenings at Into the Woods Spaces and Experiences by visiting intothewoods.co. That's intothewoods, one word, no caps, dot co. Here's to living your best, most unapologetic life. See you next week.